Welcome to the Spoutcast, where we spout off the news to those who drink from the well. And for the final time, my name is Christian <laughs> Warren. And alongside me is Jane Fawcett. Jane? Here I am. Just a <laughs> crying mess. Man, uh, I did not expect this to happen to my eyeballs. Jane um, is obviously in the loop here, but I don't know if our Spoutcast audience is. But uh, this will be my final Spoutcast. Um, not ever, hopefully, but uh, <laughs> for, for a time being. Uh, if you were not at church on Sunday or you just kind of been out of the loop, um, I am transitioning out of the well. Yes, he is. And uh, it has nothing to do with the well. We love the well. We are um, just huge, huge fans of the well. And, and especially I love my job. But kind of maybe the longer story that you may not have gotten is my wife and I have uh, been talking over the last probably six to eight months just about potentially having kids. And um, I've never had kids before. So uh, if I have, <laughs> <laughs> whoops. Uh, oh, just kidding. Um, but uh, no, I, I, we've just never had that conversation before. And so with that is that the the desire to live near family started to come up. And yeah. that, I think, was something that really broke my heart because I all as much as I love Lacey's family, I think the well is – to me, more my family than anything else. And, and uh, my, my WSM family and my Spoutcast family as well, have they just mean a lot to me. And, but I recognize that family really comes first. And so we started thinking, well, what would, what would I do? What would be the next transitional thing for me? And I still wanted to be involved in ministry. And th- just through prayer, uh, my brother-in-law shared basically uh, just forwarded me an email that there was a, a job opening at a summer camp in Santa Cruz called Frontier Ranch, which um, is a part of Mission Springs, which is like a, it's, it's a lot like Hume Lake. It'd be like if somebody said, I'm going to wagon train, but yeah. it's also a part of Hume Lake. Totally. Um, so, and so I uh, applied for that job a long time ago, like back in September. And, and I just really didn't feel like God was moving us in that direction, but I kept on in the interview process, and as as they continued to desire to want to hire me, I think my heart towards what God wanted for me and Lacey started to change. And um, right before Christmas, I accepted that position, and it has been a crazy couple weeks. Yeah, and I definitely um, was not expecting this. You would have asked me five months ago. I wouldn't. I would have been like, "Yeah, we're doing. We're going to go to two hundred on Spoutcasts, huh. and uh, me and Jane are going to kill it." And it's yeah. just God's got a different plan. Sometimes I, I gave a message last night to the high school kids, and I just kind of likened it to a connect the dots puzzle, and really like you. You don't know the picture that the creator ultimately has for you, but I do know that this is the next, you know, number that God has for me and the next thing that God wants for me as as my creator. And so me and Lacey are excited, but it is very sad. And yeah. I I literally, you know, you write like a list of pros and cons. Um the Spoutcast was on my my cons Aww. to leave the Spoutcast. Yeah. Uh, it has been a highlight of my week every week. It is uh not only just I feel like we have a great friendship, Jane. Yeah, we do. Um, but I think for the two of us, this is this is not our job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We do this for fun. Dave has been a huge blessing, and I just, ah, uh, man, I'm just very thankful for the time I've had here on the Spoutcast. And 
I think without you, without Dave, especially it, this thing wouldn't have happened. Yeah. And I think my, I've become friends with Dave through this. We've walked through life together. You and I have walked through life together. Sarah and I have walked through life together. And it's just, this has been a highlight of my week mm -hmm. every week. I wouldn't miss it. And I don't think you would either. No, so yeah. it's been sad to be away. And I do feel kind of sad that we're coming back. And it's like my last yeah, episode. Yeah, sad news. Um, I think though, I'd like to mention how, like how cool it is to see how, um, like leadership at the well handles a transition like this sure. where it's a big position to be WSM director. But mm. um, Brad, every time we have a transition off staff always says that um, he holds the well holds staff with an open hand right, and wherever yeah. the Lord's calling you, like you need to pursue that. Mm -hmm. So I just think it's cool to see like, yeah, there's going to be a hole left when you leave, but not enough to where we're scared. Totally. And I've really felt that freedom from Brad. And, you know, it's interesting. Like, I remember, I mean, I've left jobs in the past and it's like, it's a scary moment to tell somebody I'm leaving, you yeah. know? But I remember sitting with Dale and just being in total peace about like, hey man, this is what's happening and I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's... I'm excited, and you know Brad always says all roads lead back to the well. So, uh, <laughs> so we'll see you soon. Yeah, we'll see you soon. That's what Brad <laughs> said to me. But man, when I had to tell the staff, that really just tore me apart. And I just believe that this is really my family. And I remember coming home that night, and like, there's a difference between like crying, where you're like your eyes water up a little bit, and we're like, you kind of are like, you can't catch your breath, you and can't your catch spit your breath. gets really thick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most intense crying, not because of, I love WSM. I yeah. love the students. I love every family that I've interacted with. I love Fresno. I love my friends, but I think the staff is the hardest for me to let go. I will, ne I, I really don't know if I'll ever be a part and I, hopefully I will be, but this is a unique and special place. And yeah. so, um, and even the fact that they let us do this on a weekly basis is totally. amazing. Yeah. Um, so my Spoutcast fans out there. I, uh, I'm going to miss you, but that doesn't mean the spoutcast is dead. Right. Um, I think that, uh, Jane is going to continue in here and Ben, who we've had on the show before is going to come in here and kind of, um, do what's already been done. And it's just a, it's a new voice. It's not the mm -hmm. end of the spoutcast, yeah. but it is an end of my tenure here at yeah. the spoutcast. Yeah. So, um, Jane will kind of be heading up the Spoutcast, which is uh, which is awesome. But also, I think for me, just uh, sad. But I'm excited to listen week in and week out. <laughs> so I'm excited to listen to the Spoutcast, not with the eyes of like, oh shoot, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, yeah. Shoot. <laughs> what was I talking about there? Oh, that yeah, didn't make sense. Totally. Um, but you know, just in honor of today's podcast, we are going to touch on not not necessarily a sermon, but we're going to talk about this whole sermon series that the Well's been doing, the Anatomy of a Disciple, but also just touch on the books and the website and Rick and Brad's talk and and just. The, the vision for this whole mm -hmm. thing is beyond just a sermon on a Sunday. And that's why I don't want to just compartmentalize it to Rick's sermon. We will interview um, a friend of mine and a friend of Jane's, but we will leave it at that. We'll get to that in the uh, a, a favorite of ours on Ambiguity the Ambiguity at its finest. Yeah. And then we'll close out the show with uh, some tender moments. 
And uh, <laughs> great, more tears, I'm sure. But I know that uh, you know Jane and I were talking off air. I think the best photo to send you guys out with is just a photo of me and Jane for the time that we've had just here. Just the two of us. Yeah, and I do want to just shout out to Dave Johnson one more time. Really, genuinely, this podcast would not be possible without him. He is the uh, the backbone behind the whole thing. I don't know if he's paying attention, but. He is. There he is. Thumbs up. I I love Dave and I love the hard work he's put into this. Um, But as far as music goes, I asked Jane and pick music. (laughs) Christian, this is Christian's show since it is his last show. So we had a we were gonna have a different guest on, but he texted me to see if he could bring on who we are having. Yeah. Which of course he can do. And then he (laughs) next question was, and can I do the music? I'm like. You know what, buddy? Pick whatever music you These want. These are not like funny songs by any means, but they are four <laughs> songs that uh, if... <laughs> if you hear them from now on, yeah. when you hear them, you'll think of Christian. Please think of me. But I, I would argue that they would never hear these songs in any circles outside <laughs> of this podcast. <laughs> so uh, you'll hear some Newfound Glory. You'll uh-huh. hear some O-Town. Yep. You'll hear some Angels and Airwaves and some 30 Seconds to Mars. Oh, my four favorite bands of there all time. There you go. So stay tuned for that. We'll be back with some uh, series series discussion. Oh, we're changing it. No, just for today. Okay, series discussion. Yeah, so stay tuned for that. The second group of people, though, come to faith in Christ, and it's this struggle, this constant struggle, and they have good intentions, and they mean well, but they can never seem to just get it moving. Have you ever met somebody like that? It's like the typical, you know, one step forward, two steps back. Uh, they're, they're trying hard, but their spiritual life is just marginal. They're really not growing, though they kind of want to, and they feel bad that they're not. And in the process of that, they're, uh, they're trying to grow by their own effort, you know, so it's like, I, I need to do good. I, I need to be better. And so they try hard to do good and fail. So they go, okay, here we go again. Dust yourself off. Try hard to do good. Fail. Okay, come on. Get up again. Try hard to do good. Fail. We've gone through that scenario, some of us, multiple times until finally you realize the end result's not going to change. So you don't try so hard. You don't do so good. So in that moment, you do what every good Christian does. We just fake it. All right. That was a clip <clears throat> from Brad's sermon uh, two weeks ago. But really, I feel as though that that clip intros the, the series as a whole. And um, 
they showed and and I didn't necessarily wasn't in the service for that. They showed the fake it video, right? Only they, at the Wednesday service. Only at the Wednesday service. Yeah, we didn't show it on Sunday. So uh, basically, the the concept here is is that we're going through this series called the Anatomy of a Disciple, and really, what this whole series looks at is what does it mean to be a disciple? And oftentimes, we as Christians don't really know what it means to even be a Christian. We don't know what it means to be a disciple. We don't even know what the decision we made, you know, 15 years ago was. And so for most of our lives, we just fake it. Mm -hmm. And if you read um, Brad's book called Walking with a Limp that he recently wrote, and Rick wrote a book on the anatomy of a disciple as well, Brad's book really touches on this concept of Christians just not knowing what the steps they need to take are, and so they really just fake it. And um, so that's why we've kind of done this series. And so two weeks ago, Brad kind of gave an introduction of just really what is it kind of concept of anatomy of a disciple. What does it mean? What does it look like? Why are we stuck? How do we get out of these routines in our lives and really pursue what it means to be a disciple? And then you've heard the language before, humbly submitted, biblically formed. But uh, Rick this past week came in and kind of started with what does it really mean to be humbly submitted? What does it mean to submit your life to God? And that's the first thing you need to do as a disciple. And then from there, if you can submit your life to God, then you need to be a person that is biblically formed, that your life is formed based on the Bible. Mm -hmm. And so he touched on those two. But what I'm excited about in this series, and this is kind of what I wanted to touch on, is that it's not just a... Uh, hey, we're one and done, sermon and done. You know, we, we've done generations and it's great. And it was a sermon, but that was it. We moved on to the next thing. What we can do in this series is our church as a whole, junior high, high school, elementary school kids, we're all going through what does it mean to be a disciple? And so with that, I think we've, we're offering some pretty cool things along with it. Um, yeah. First and foremost, I think are the two books that um, Jane maybe can help me out with how, how somebody can buy these books. But yeah. I have personally read Walking with a Limp. I have not read the the second one, Rick's book, Anatomy of a Disciple. But it's great. It, it, yeah. Everything that I just talked about, just really this life of a Christian that fakes it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really what it is. And it talks about, man, how do we pursue God when really we're living a life that wouldn't represent Christ at all? Yeah. And um, so you can buy that book at... The campuses? Yeah. Um, we're selling them at our iHubs, and you can also buy them on Amazon. You can buy them on Amazon. $10 for Brad's and 15 for Rick's. And uh, Rick's is a substantially larger book than Brad's? It's about double the size. Right. So there's the cost increase there. Yeah. But, um, and so those books are great. They walk, they both walk through what the anatomy of a disciple is, but they take it from two different lens. Yeah. I was told that probably start with walking with a limp and then read the anatomy of a disciple. Yeah, the anatomy of a, the walking with a limp is more common person, yes, common language. Right. Anatomy of a disciple is a lot more theological, mm-hmm. um, more for not to say that Brad's isn't. Right, right, yeah. right. But Dr. Rick Taylor yes, is yes. A doctor. Yes. <laughs> and um, Brad is just a, a, a beer chug in college football. Yeah. Player. <laughs> it's just like, it's a higher level of understanding. Right. I yeah. guess you could say. Totally. And and I Brad's book comes from a common man, almost almost writes to the non Christian. Yeah. Uh, it's really for somebody who's like, what am I doing with my life? Right. You know? And so what's great is in this series, the, the, it's an offering outside of 
a sermon on a Sunday. And so somebody can listen to this sermon on a Sunday, but it's like during the week, hey, read a chapter or two out of one of these books and continue to grow in what it means to be a disciple. Yeah. There is a website that goes with these two books, mm-hmm. just simply titled anatomyofadisciple.com. You can get to that through our website. Yeah. But they have an assessment on this website. Right. And what this assessment does is it really... I in in almost the language that Brad's using, it tells you where those limps are in a sense. Yeah. And just like looking at your life as a disciple, as a believer, where are those points where you're kind of limping a little bit and you're sure. struggling? And what I loved about Brad's sermon a couple of weeks ago is that he just I think he spoke to every single person in the audience of just simply going, Man, where are you at? Mm-hmm. And really examine where you're at with God and have you, do you really, do you think you are a disciple? Yeah. Because if you are, examine your life because maybe you're not. Sure. And it's going to give you points too that you're doing well in. Totally. So maybe it's, you keep doing what you're doing well in, but you work on what you are scoring low in. So yeah. just to see how can we be better, more well-rounded disciples for Christ. And for those people that don't like, you know, Carl, um, who's on staff as our fig garden horse, Carl Deese. Yeah. Uh, he, he, I remember he took this test a while ago and he was like, says I'm not a humbly submitted person. <laughs> and, and he's like, he got like all hurt about it. I'm like, dude, uh, that's fine. Like, it's not yeah. like you're a bad person. He's like, I know, but everyone made fun of me. And I'm like, Aww. dude. I mean, in a joking manner, but some people don't like those personality tests, but it's like, no, this is a good test to look at the areas you can grow in. And the great thing about this test is you can take it once, then you can take it again and go, man, I've grown in this area. I've grown in the area of biblical formation and I've actually been in my word more. Mm -hmm. And this encouraged me, this spurred me on to read more. This encouraged me to have healthy relationships or, man, I'm really good living, um, a morally discerning life, but I'm really struggling with being culturally engaged. Absolutely. And so what this, I think, I like the word assessment rather than I like quiz or test. You know what I mean? I think it just assesses where you're at and it helps you grow in Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. It gives you a measuring stick of where you're at and what things you need to work on. Totally. Um, and so that you can find on the anatomy of disciple.com and that is nine 95. I think so. Yeah. I believe it's nine 95, uh, or 1995. I think it is like $20, but there's a, there was a code, code floating to around get half off. Yeah. Yeah. So Spoutcast listeners, maybe there's a code somewhere. You can email Jane at the well community.org and I'll send it to you. There you go, Jane. Sure. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, and then outside of that, you know, I think, if you've been at services these last two weeks, we've been doing some pretty interesting things. And um, even this next week, I think we're going to do some pretty interesting yeah. stuff, which is exciting. And so, mm-hmm. um, Jane, I, I want to kind of toss the ball to you here and just let you yeah. speak on some of the cool service elements the well's been doing yeah. um, that we really don't do all the time. But it's just a reflection of how much the series means and yeah. I think the impact we want to make in people's lives. So Sure. I think we've been thinking through a lot um, creatively that a lot of a lot of people are um, visual learners instead of auditory learners. So thinking through how can we provide an opportunity um, where we present a message as normal, hitting the auditory learners, but then also um, provide an opportunity for people who learn more tangibly with with, uh, hands-on activities to... um, leave with an experience for everyone to leave with an experience, but hitting both crowds. So over the last couple of weeks, um, we've done things a little differently just to, um, 
do different expressions to understand the anatomy. So last week we, um, we all did communion, but in, um, instead of doing it how we normally do where you walk up, you grab your bread, you dip it in the juice and you take it on your own. We, um, passed plates of bread and plates of juice like you would in like an older church, Sure, I guess you'd say. Yeah. So we took communion all together. Um, just remembering Christ together as one body. Yeah. Um, this last week, um, just a couple of days ago, we did a really cool thing that I, I really enjoyed. Um, everyone was handed a black ribbon as they walked in the door. And at the beginning of the service, just encouraged to think through what's that one thing that you hold on to too tightly mm-hmm. where you can't fully submit your life to Christ. Right. And um, so through the service that was on people's minds and with the sermon. And then at the end um, during our second response in worship, um, people were able to walk up to the front with that black ribbon and tie it on this um, framed chicken, chicken wire. wire. Yeah. So essentially symboling like this is my thing that I'm holding on to that's keeping me from devoting my life to Christ this 100%. Is that really? Exactly. And I'm giving it to the Lord and I'm leaving it here. And then yeah. um, there was a basket with a white ribbon to remind us that we are redeemed from those things. We are cleansed from those and it's us that's holding on to it. Well, it's um, the practice of, of submission absolutely. and really being a disciple starts with that, that initial submission. And we've got to be sure. willing to submit those things in our life. And Rick, Rick talked about that. We've got to be willing to submit those things that are really hard for us to give up yeah. and um, be able to walk cleanly away and trust that God's, God's in control and not for us. Sure. Yeah. Which was really cool. I, I love yeah. that expression. And then, um, you know, they announced the kind of the ex- expression for next week. And mm-hmm. maybe you want to touch on that as well, Jane. Yeah. So as we look at intentional blessing, right, that's next week. Uh, intentional blessing, correct? Yes. yes. As we look at um, what it looks like to be an intentional blessing, um, we are passing a bucket, probably a KFC bucket for um, collecting tithe. And it's not tithe for the well. It's tithe for um, an organization locally in um, around Fresno and then also a global global organization. And globally. Global. (laughs) A global organization. So just ways that we as a church can bless other ministries Mm -hmm. um, here in Fresno and even globally. Yeah, and I think the goal is, man, one, we're announcing it because oftentimes we don't bring cash when we or checkbooks yeah. really to give tithe. But if you forget that next week or whatever, I think even if you the, – the physical expression of touching the bucket as it passes, I think what you can do in that moment is be praying for those organizations. For sure. And also looking at your own life of going – Man, do I am I a blessing to other people? Am I yeah. giving to other people? Am mm-hmm. I um, a generous giver? You know, am I sacrificially mm-hmm. generous, really? And so, looking at that um, in your own life as well yeah. as a disciple, and so um, and and sorry, Brad said it before. Like you, you know what you what you hold dear when you look at your checkbook. Right. So I was just with him a couple of weeks ago. He spoke at a conference and I did a breakout session and the pastor had mentioned that same thing. So Brad in his casual fashion is like, so Jane, what would I see if I looked at your checkbook? And I thought, you'd know that I love Target a lot. Yeah. So just like looking at those things that we, 
based on what what we value is what we spend our money on or spend our time doing. Or even he mentioned yesterday, like you spend time memorizing the things you want to memorize. And Mm -hmm. if you say you don't memorize your Bible, it's because you don't value it enough. Mm -hmm. So just looking at things in that sense too of like, what do we submit our heart to? Because it's something, but is it Christ? Totally. And so, I mean, I'm just little things like that is what I'm excited for in this series. And I'm bummed that I'm leaving mid series, but I'll still listen to the podcast and still be a part of it on an audio level. But I, you'll uh, tune into the spout. I'll tune into the spout. I'll get that, uh, Mm -hmm. community feel. Absolutely. So, um, but just, yeah, I think as a reminder next week, if you are at church on Wednesday or Sunday, bring cash, bring a checkbook, which we don't normally bring to church. Um, and, Remember that money that when we pass those plates around is not going to go to the well. It's going to go to a local and a global, a global, global uh, uh, expression, and not not the well. Obviously, uh-huh. the well tithe boxes will be open, but that's a separate um, yeah. thing as a whole. So, um, just wanted to toss that out there as well. And I think just you know, kind of closing this segment up is that this is a series and it's not a sermon. And so mm-hmm. we encourage you to not only listen to this series and go, man, that's really good stuff, but your your life should start to change because of it. Yeah. And it should, you should be examining your life going, am I really living my life as a disciple? In this language, you're going to hear at the well forever. Yeah. You know, in this concept of the anatomy of a disciple is not going to go away. We've, we've invested a lot of staff time and a lot Mm -hmm. of, I I think, um, just knowledge into this because we believe in it that much. This is, I mean, Rick Taylor has been working on this concept for Mm -hmm. 30 years of his life. And so it's good stuff. And it's something that we need to be reminded of, I think on a daily basis. Yeah. I think what's cool too, even to look at, um, how seriously the well takes this is, you probably have heard it said before that um, the college age right now is our up and coming generation. Right, yeah. So how can we pour in to um, that age group? So we, um, myself and Shay and Adam Departee, a few others, um, just started thinking through this concept of how do we do that? How do we target a college age mm-hmm. crowd? So um, for the next two weeks now, um, we are doing what we're calling AOD after hours. Not so, all five weeks? You're just doing it four weeks? Well, the next... Oh, Super Bowl. Super Bowl is that last Sunday. Gotcha. So um, we have gotten the best of the best for table leaders for this discussion. Um, We have a couple of the elders that are there, some staff, and then um, some really great life group leaders too are staying in and facilitating table discussions. So after the 7 p.m. service, that crowd is staying to process the sermon together um, with some really amazing leaders. Um, Now, if I go to the 11 o'clock service, can I swing by after the 7 o'clock? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a college, right, a college, college attendant thing. Absolutely. The, the and we've had some adults who have stayed yeah. and attended, but, um, it is primarily 95% is college students. So, um, yeah, we had a, the last couple of weeks had about 80 people stay and it's just been a cool, um, thing to see. Some of those leaders like really light up in this process. Sure. Like Matt and Jenny Ratzlaff lead a table together oh, awesome. and they are amazing. And the kids that are at their table love them. Mm-hmm. Um, Jerry and Carol DeBudio lead a group too. And they brought homemade cookies last night. So it's just cool to see like an older generation pouring into a younger generation sure. and 
being like another family to them mm. is really cool and and learning their word together, which is awesome. So that is for the next two weeks. It's yeah. probably around 8 15, 8 30. Um about 8 30 we okay, get started. 8 30 is when you guys get started. Because we so. have to like set tables up sure, and everything. Yeah, yeah. So if you're going to the seven o'clock service, just stick around because yeah. I think once again it's just another element. You've got yeah. all these different elements to help you process through this journey of the anatomy of a disciple. Totally. So I encourage you guys to check out those books and the website as well. And even after hours, yeah. all of it is good stuff. And I think the well's putting really their best foot forward in this mm -hmm. series. So mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, enjoy the next three sermons in that, but it won't go away. The AOD will never go away here at the yeah. well. Um, so stay tuned for an interview we've got coming up next and enjoy some more music that I enjoy. are back and uh, as as mentioned before this is uh, the last time we'll do a, an interview segment here for me and uh, I wanted to and with Jane's permission and uh, he did text my permission yeah I wanted to bring not only my my favorite guest that we've had mm. on the spout cast but someone who means a lot to me and his name is Jeremiah Spears I'd like you all to, to, to just take that in Favorite guest. Yes. Now, don't PJ. tell PJ that. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. What about anyway. um, your best friend Taylor Allen? Taylor Allen was great, but Jeremiah's been on the show more. Jeremiah has been has been a faithful Spoutcast fan. Uh, he was there with us from day one, pretty True much. Story. True story. And uh, I I do feel like Jeremiah in the early days of the Spoutcast gave mm -hmm. me the courage to to go on week week after week <laughs> because Jeremiah. Um, well, you used to be the facilities guy here at the well, right? True story. Yes. And so you would work around. It wasn't just like, like right now we have four facilities guys. We got a director and then we've got three facilities guys. Right. It was just you. Yeah. So yeah. you'd be talking to no one for most of your day. Yeah. All of my day. Yeah. So he would listen to the spout casts as a so weekly what, routine. So it kept me going. You and, uh, man, my brain is like just broken. Sarah, right it's all right. We've Sarah. all, we've all forgotten about Sarah. We've all forgotten about Sarah. <laughs> Sarah and Jane. You know, you you were my you were my real friends at that time, <laughs> and uh, you know. I will always remember. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the story yeah. of uh, Jeremiah <laughs> and and his uh, interact and his altercation with a ghost. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. In the North okay, Campus, the lights at the North Campus do not ever go off on their own, and I was standing in the middle of the sanctuary. They do go off they, on their own every I'm, morning I'm in residency. Never they go off. Seen it. 
I'm standing in the middle of the sanctuary and they go off. So what's your what would be your first reaction? Who's mine, there? Mine is the first is to pull out a knife and yell, hello? Pull out yeah. a knife. I forgot about yeah. that part. So I, I wanted to bring Jeremiah on uh, not only because we can share some memories of the spout cast, uh, but memories uh, from WSM as well. And then we can touch on a little bit of what's going to go on in WSM these next couple months and how you can be praying for WSM as well. But, yeah. um, you know, one of my like favorite memories is when Jeremiah and Jane, I think, at, I don't know if you at this point were on the show just yet, but Jeremiah had um, transitioned from his role as um, director of facilities to his WSM role as kind of spiritual formation. And Jeff Kruger was thinking about like, well, what should we get him for like a transition present? Do you remember this? No. Well, you like, yeah, you like switched ministries. And so Jeff and I said, Jeremiah and Cambria like to go on long car drives with one another. Oh, oh I remember yeah. that. <laughs> and so Jeff was like, great, I'll get him a gas card and I'll go, I'll print out some maps for some places to go. Do you got remember it. this? I do. And I, I said, do. I got a great idea. <laughs> In hindsight, not that great of an idea. <laughs> but at the time, I felt like I was awesome. Uh, I had burned you essentially the first 25 uh, episodes of the <laughs> yeah. Spoutcast. Do you remember this? I do. I do. Yes. <laughs> so somewhere in Jeremiah's apartment, you carry a uh, a case logic case yes. uh, filled with 25 CDs. Yeah, which are no longer no longer findable by my dad of those those version those uh, those episodes. Oh. You can what find you them on our website. You can. Since uh, we started this, you know, pushing them on, like, they have their own website. Now, oh, Jeff has gone back, and everyone since number one is wow. there. Wow, that's brave so, of you. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> Believe me, I know. But, well, but Jane was on the first one, so I feel like it's it's a classic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is. If and you, I had to make, make – um, Find places in California that you should visit and draw or print out maps oh, and directions. Oh, because wow. you were Jeff's admin you, at the Yes. Time. That project cow. was so ambiguous. <laughs> it's like, huh, if I went anywhere, where would I go? Okay, I do have to say we use it. We you have. do? We totally have. Where have you yeah, gone? we went to, we drove around um, like, uh, Prailer, what's that town near here? Parlier, Parlier, Parlier. Yeah, sure. I it's, I say the par, the France French pronunciation, Parlier. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, so we were, drove around that area, and then we drove to what's that dairy? The Hanford. The, yeah, yeah. The Hanford. Superior, Hanford, Hanford, Superior Dairy. Dairy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, we used the gas card for that. Good. Yeah. Uh -huh. That's our man. That's our big thing. But I'm guessing roads. you didn't listen to the Spoutcast on the way to these different uh, places. I don't know. We could have. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> that was a while ago. I could lie and say yes and not even know I'm lying. So. At the time, I thought this is really. This is, this is a and I think idea. that it's more of a gag gift than it <laughs> yeah. is anything else. But if you look back on it, it's like no one has a CD player anymore. Right. No I one. Do. No uh, one listens yeah. to podcasts via, via CD. CD. <laughs> You're like, right. Exactly. You're right. In the early days, Andrew Ballou, who used to work kind of here at the oh, well, yes. Andrew Ballou didn't have a smartphone that would do podcasts. So I would burn him the spoutcast. Do you week. think Andrew Ballou still listens? <laughs> no, I don't think he still listens. There's a guy that came and was doing oh, facility work that gosh. I could have sworn was Andrew Ballou. He walked in and literally Jane and I both did the uh what the and like look yeah like, double what take what the heck was that and, and the, we, poor guy, <laughs> the poor guy the I felt poor so guy because he probably he literally was like first time in the office just walked in Kruger was and showing was, him around everybody is like 
hey, what? You know, yeah. and it's like that awkward, like, why is everybody staring at me? Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, it was awkward. So those were the good days where, where I just I wanted listeners so bad <laughs> yeah. that I would do anything. He, he would burn CDs <laughs> burn for CD. them. He'd hand, stand out on the corner and just hand them out. <laughs> hey, listen to this yeah, podcast. It's really man. good. <laughs> that was back when I would ri- I would volunteer to do announcements uh, at the five and the seven o'clock services. Oh yeah, simply so I could announce. <laughs> I do this podcast, podcast here at the well. Yeah. Or how about when you um, did that at? Um, Discovery and Danny and Debbie Pernesh were our listeners at that time. That's right. That's right. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would have still volunteered to do announcements if Brad didn't say he was like, You're hey, not allowed to say hey, that knock anymore. off the spout. Hey, no more than that. I, um, <laughs> I went and um, spoke for a breakout session for a church here in Fresno and yeah. talked about like social media and, and internet and how to get sure. a, a website or whatever. And I was like, I get to co host um, a spout cast, a podcast with for our church. And um, Brad was in the room. He didn't say anything to me. Wow. <laughs> nice. Wow. You know, you Brad, ever yeah. since uh, I would say, I think it was about a year ago, we had a guy call in from like a social media. Um, oh, when you did that I did that little interview. interview. Yeah, yeah. But anyways. And he, you were so nervous that it was going to hurt mine and Sarah's feelings. Yeah, I was very nervous <laughs> about that. But w- when he, I think, called Brad and Karen and was like, hey, you guys are like 1% of churches in the United States that do an actual podcast. So then I think after that point, Brad was pretty sold on the Spoutcast. Good. Um, as he should be. As he should be, which is why I think it'd be, I think it's good to continue the Spoutcast. Absolutely. Because um, I think it's good for the well and just having something that uh, is different than what's normal. Yeah, I think if you're going to listen to a Spoutcast, sorry, a podcast, I mean, why not listen to one that's like uplifting and funny and well, thank and, you. You know, you think we're up, you. you think we're uplifting? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> now, another great memory, and this will uh, this will forever be one of my favorite episodes, is when Jeremiah challenged Sarah Roby in a oh, biggest man. fan. Oh um, man, that's... Jane's phone just went <laughs> off. Sorry. Sports Center. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought I turned that off as I walked in here. Um, so that was good. That was a good episode. Oh man, that was rough. That was now. I, uh, outside of the Spoutcast, Jeremiah and I have been good friends. Uh, we have shared a, um, some great moments together, mm-hmm. I'd like to say. And Jeremiah, you guys moved here to Fresno, you know, after a phone call from me calling you in Cambria. And like, I feel like God has just moved you guys out here and brought you out here. And, and, uh, uh we are now moving back. Yeah, to- totally. I, I feel like it's one of those things where you're like, hey man, I got this great place. You should move out here. And then you move out there and then they're like, hey, we're going back to where you just lived. That was way really awesome. <laughs> it's kind of like the old uh, the switcheroo. But I feel like for us, it, it, if, if it wasn't very clear that God wanted us to move out sure. here and, and it wasn't very clear the stuff that, I mean, very evident, the stuff that he's done in our lives sure. um, just through mine and, and Cambria's both, um, my wife, just changing us and, and making us um, even more like him and and giving us jobs that we absolutely love. And I mean, all around stuff we've been able to do in our neighborhood. Like it's one of those things where um, we we are so happy that you, that you followed God and in sending the email to Cambria to come out here and sure, whether yeah. that was your own selfishness or following God, either way, we're, we're <laughs> glad you did. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, and like, I remember when I first got word of this job, 
you and I drove to the airport. You dropped me off at the airport. Oh, yeah. And I had, like, just sent my resume out. Yeah, yeah. And you, um, I was really worried to tell you because I, I know that God called you guys out here to Fresno, but I was a little worried that, like, you would feel a little hurt about it. But you oh, had yeah. the best reaction, and you were just like, dude, you're going with what God wants for you in life. And so uh, that was like really relieving. And you were probably the the first person to know yeah. outside of Lacey, you know. Yeah. And so um, I'm glad you didn't react and freak out. <laughs> yeah. So Well, again, I mean, when you know, you know, Jane I think freaked that's, out. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. I think Just that's kidding. one of the things that you, what I learned in, in us moving out here is, uh, to be open to God, whatever He's calling you to do. If sure. you don't do it, you're 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 not the you're not very bright. I'm trying to figure out a PC way to say that, but <laughs> like you're you're just not very bright. I feel like if we hadn't moved out to uh, out to Fresno, I I re- I would regret every moment of it. So for sure. you to to feel like man, I feel like this is where God is calling me, and I've I've got to go. Yeah. You know, I, or I think at the, at that point it was a, I think I might need to do this. You know, yeah like absolutely do it you know follow if you feel like this is where god's leading you go um because that would be horrible if you don't yeah and i i want to share here in this um this is a holy space guys (laughs) this room is a very holy space in my opinion i feel like jane feels the same way yeah i like this room um i uh man i one jeremiah you uh Man, you are just a really good friend. And even, you know, Jane, I have loved working the Spoutcast with you. It's just been so much fun. And I I want, I think, the two of you guys to know that probably my favorite memories are when we're in this room together. You know what I mean? And just even last night, Jeremiah, you, uh, Jeremiah put together a little, uh, Montage video. <laughs> I heard about it. And uh, first thing Christian says is, "I'm not dying." Yeah. Well, the song sounded like I was dying. That was the point. And you know, I just, man, I've really appreciated your friendship, Jeremiah, and I've just really appreciated you. I've I've told you this plenty of times, so I don't feel like I need to repeat it again. But you are my yin to my yang, yeah. if that makes sense. The bread to your butter. The bread to my <laughs> yeah. butter, yes. Uh, you really are. If you were to take our personality structures and flip them upside down, it would equal like the perfect human being. And uh, <laughs> 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 no, I, but I, I, I get what you're saying sarcastically, yes. yeah. but also like you. I I'm so thankful we got you out here, yes. and I think the three of us have also been doing ministry together for a long time, mm-hmm. probably longer than I'm trying to think maybe besides Cambria, any other WSM leader, Jane came on board like early, early, right? Right when you came on. Yeah. And so we've been doing this high school thing for quite some time and it's just been, man, it's been good really and good. really yeah. good. And uh, I think we've seen the ministry um, in all it's different. I mean, Jane was there before I mean you just started serving under Jeff for like a year, right? No, I hadn't served under Jeff. Oh, you hadn't. Yeah, yeah. She was a, one of the first ones to come. I on. came on I right when you took yeah, the right position. When you took over, so. Means Jane likes me. <laughs> yeah. I do like you a lot. <laughs> um but I don't know, man. Like I just I want you to know it's been a blessing to have you uh in WSM and, and what you do there. And, and last night was really touching to me that you played O Town. And so uh, <laughs> yeah. 
It, I was not expecting that at all, yeah. dude. I really wasn't. And I, I got a little choked up last night coming. Well, when I gave my message, yeah. um, and but then I, when I was scootering home, it, would, it was either how <laughs> it was either how freezing it was, and my eyeballs were like <laughs> yeah, leaking, yeah. or I think I'm just uh. I'm. I'm going to miss. I was yeah. even thinking about, and I, I didn't want to text Jane late last night, but I wanted to, I think I texted you pretty early. So sorry about that. But I wanted to have you on the show yeah. just because I feel like for me, this is a good send off in the spout cast, mm -hmm. having you here and being here with Jane as well. It's just like, I was just like, man, that'll be sad tomorrow because this yeah. has been good times in here. Yeah. Oh, good, good times. Time. Yeah. Jane, you all right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I wish you could be in here right now. <laughs> yeah, this is a sad, sad moment in here. Uh, uh, but, I, I do think that you know Christian as as um, is an, as a man is is a really good man, and you know those of you who don't know him personally, it, it would benefit you to be able to know him personally. Um, you know, I think he's the one who kind of spearheaded the the spout cast of. I think it was his like heart's desire was to to have his uh, a, a podcast and so just kind of birthed from that and and just the way he loves student the way you love students I should say and and the way that um, you lead well and so um, it's been it's been amazing to to be a part of WSM with you and and I do feel like you know I tell people this all the time I say Christian and I are very very different personalities uh, but we we've learned how to work together really really well and we balance each other out really well. And so um, I love that about you and I, and I appreciate that. And I, and I know that all of the listeners have appreciated you and your your comments and your wittiness and your your comedic timing and, and just your, your heart uh, for, for God. Um, so we do appreciate you a ton. So well, thank you, Jeremiah. <laughs> yeah. Um, on a, a little bit of a transition, though, you know, I think sometimes when transition happens, people question all the time, well, what's happening in WSM or whatever. And um, I wanted to, one, just touch on that a little bit. I think it's um, probably a question on some people's mind. I yeah. know Jonah's probably wondering. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, hey, Jonah. What's up, Jonah? <laughs> you want to say hey to Jonah? Jonah, I won't leave you. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I think Jonah was more upset last night about the spout, me not being on the spout cast than me leaving WSM. <laughs> I can't confirm that, but he will send me a text confirming that yeah. later. Um, but, you know, I, I think right now WSM's in a good spot where we've set up WSM to where if a director leaves, you know, the, the whole thing doesn't come crumbling yeah, down. Totally. And I felt that last night. I mm -hmm. felt like, man, I spoke, but if I didn't speak, I didn't necessarily need to be here. And you and Ben have been filling in some of the gaps here in the last couple of weeks. But even as a leader, Jane, I don't feel like you feel like the ministry's crumbling because of the head guy stepping down. Yeah, um, no, not at all. I did have Brooke Watts look at me and say, if you leave, I am going to rip your head <laughs> off. And I was like, okay, Brooke, I won't go anywhere. Yeah, I'm not going. <laughs> Brooke, uh, Brooke probably did one of the more sweeter things a student has oh, done over the last do? five years. She she wrote me a letter, number one. Oh. Um, but she printed off a photo that's, I would say, like a, a classic oh, WSM yeah. photo yeah, totally. of me and Jeremiah and a, their crew. So yeah. like Mandler, Brett, Richie, John, and Christina, Christina Kenzie, and Kenzie. Yeah. And probably, I think they were seventh or eighth grade. Yeah. And she printed it out like a Christmas and like framed it yeah. and 
gave me that with like a note and I was like that really like warmed my heart so I heard you showed her classic Justin Bieber I did and she she (laughs) She melted in her chair I love it it was awesome what's funny is is like I I I was like five I was worshiping and I thought I am already getting emotional I need to like counter this somehow so I was like how could I do that and I there's two photos there's one of Cameron who's a high school student in like fourth grade posing for her like fourth grade basketball photo. Oh, nice. And it's yeah. atrocious. Yeah. It's like, atrocious, don't oh. say that But about it's like that. cute too. Yeah. Or this one of Brooke posing like Justin Bieber. That and was I was awesome. like, I want to put that, that one up was there. Good, yeah. um, so, and it kind of like, okay, I laugh a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, you know, with, with WSM, I think they want to find the right person totally. uh, yeah. to fit the role and right. somebody who's going to come in and not mess up the balance of anything. I think yeah. WSM's in a really good spot. And so yeah. for, for the time being, you know Jeremiah and Ben and all of our WSM leaders, right. Daly and Nina as well. They're going to be just stepping up in WSM until they find the right person. But yeah. um, I would hope that whoever the new WSM director is, that they would come in here and you guys would would interview them on the spoutcast. I feel like that's a ritual if you're a new staff member. Yeah. True. Um, we might wait a little longer on that one. Though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's good. Um, but I will say this, Jane. Anytime you do the spoutcast, and I'll I, if I'm in town, I'll hit you up. Mm. Just to, you better. I'll yeah. be I'll be Sam's intro outro guy character when Sam doesn't do that. How about um? What is it? What show is it? That always wants. We were oh, doing Matt it. Matt Damon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll be at the end of Jimmy Kimmel's show. And we with, have yeah. Christian Warren on the show. The spout oh, next. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We don't. We're oh, we're out of time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like we're out of time. Um, but you know, I just wanted to make sure everyone was clear with that. Is and yeah. and maybe Jeremiah, you can speak to this. Is that I think a lot of people have asked me like, hey, is Jeremiah taken over? Yeah. And, you know, it's uh, I've got. I think I've got asked that. What's funny is Ben's gotten asked that about Ben. You know. Is it like, wow, you came in and then all of a sudden like Christian's like yeah, leaving? Yeah. Are, are you taking his spot? Um, I feel like for and I think Ben could speak for himself, but I think for me, I love my position. I love my job currently getting to meet with leaders and mm. students on a very regular basis. And um I think my personality is is more fit for what I get to do now. I get to do missions, I get everything that literally everything that I get to, I love to do, I get yeah. to do in a job. So um, I think, you know, it was good to meet with, um, kind of our boss, Dale, and just kind of chat through what, what it would it look like to have mm. someone come in and, mm. and who would that person be? And, yeah. you know, just a high visionary and, and a, and a great leader and, and, um, someone who obviously loves students and, you know, can interact with students well and parents well and leaders well. And, and, um, just, I think it's a, it's a more kind of, you know, to use well language, like catalyzer achiever, sure, like. Yeah that that realm of a person and so um but the good thing is that like you said earlier we are set up as a team um with kind of the four of us me ben and and nina and daily um as a team but then also all of the life group leaders and so for us we you know obviously we feel the weight of like it's a bummer to lose christian warren Mm. um as a human being leaving the well but as in like the leadership, you know, we miss that. But as uh, when it comes to kind of holding the whole system together, that's why we have the team together. Sure, yeah. So it's kind of nice to be able to go, you know, when you hear, you know, a student like, you know, a Brooke Watts say, 
if you leave, I'll I'm going to rip, rip your, your head off. Because yeah. I feel like she genuinely means that. <laughs> yeah. too. Oh, I believe. I yeah. kind of shuddered a little bit after she said it. But the, I mean, that's, okay. the, that's the great part is that yeah. now what we've wanted is yeah. we want people, we want leaders to come in and see themselves as the discipler, mm-hmm. the, the mentor, that person that those students run to because – I mean, let's let's be real. In traditional youth ministry, you've got one guy who's over a hundred kids, and he—I mean—that he really can't disciple all those students. You know, maybe he has a few leaders. Whereas in this model, you've got leaders who they're over—you know, twelve students or whatever—and they can really now disciple them. And so, you know, one of us leaves, and it's it's not detrimental. Nothing, sure. you know, nothing falls apart. Um, and we've got a team that we can run with it, and and you know, keep the ball going and. Nothing changes. Everything stays the same. We still have the verbs. We still have the surge. We still have life groups. Um, so, yeah, we will be. We will for sure be looking forward to that to that new guy coming in. But it's not. Um, we by no means feel like, oh no. You yeah, know, sure. Um, which is nice to have the team. Sure. Yeah, and I, I, I just, I think. When you announce it to kids, and I mean they announced a little bit on Sunday, and they've announced to staff, yeah. it's like you can't say that in full length, but right. I mean, it, those who are listening, I know there are people who have kids that listen, like just for them to know that totally. is I think good. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I was thinking about this, but you mentioned the verve and like, I was going through some old verve photos, just kind of uh-huh. like, man, like I've had some good memories here. Yeah. And like back before you were connections director, um, and you were like, I think, just a strictly Buchanan life group leader at the time. Are you talking about that stupid lemonade? Yes. <laughs> that so like, I like that was one. I think that was my first verb, it, and I'm like, was, I think what did verb. I get myself into? I think that was. My I will first not verb. eat another lemon. My teeth feel like okay, so, they so don't like, have any enamel left on them. So the. And I was trying to remember back like so exactly gross. what happened. I think that may have been my first verb. And so I think what had happened is is that I had um what's the word when like you grandfathered in? Yeah. Like this yeah. verb had been planned already. Right. And yeah. so I kind of grandfathered in this yeah. game. Um and I was like, well, we'll see what happens. And the game was you had to eat oh, a lemon, so but with the skin as yeah, well. Yeah, you right? had to yeah. eat the whole entire lemon. <laughs> but like as a group, right? You had to, yeah, have, as a you whole had to eat so many lemons. Yeah. And Jane, there's some golden photos on our high school, like deep in our high school photos on our Facebook page of Jane so eating this gross. lemon. But looking like she is like... This is the worst decision I've ever made in my whole <laughs> that life. That just goes to show, like, we have amazing leaders that Ugh. in a game where it's like teams pitted against each other. Oh, sure. Because you're going to have students who are like, there's no way I'm yeah. eating an, another right. bite and of lemon. And they don't do it, so you <laughs> have to eat three <laughs> lemons. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I I for sure over these last five years and my three years of youth ministry before that have ingested things that my body, <laughs> like, <laughs> when it comes into my system, I think it goes, what on earth did you just <laughs> yeah. put inside of me? Like, I hate you. Liquids that other students have already spit oh, out. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That is 12 disgusting. Twinkies in under three minutes. Oh my gosh. So I think that my body is, it would be nice to have a small break. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, I just was remembering that. I'm going, man, that was like, that was like the first verve we all did together. Yeah. yeah. And because you were just recently on staff after uh-huh. that as well. Yeah. <laughs> so crazy. Um, We've improved since then. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we have. <laughs> We've sure. learned our lessons. Uh, I, I don't think ways. I've eaten anything since <laughs> yeah. that verse. No, true funny. story. That's funny. <laughs> Thank well, hey, you. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're welcome, Jane. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, man. I. <laughs> although, one quick story. Yeah. Speaking okay. of, I went to the Buchanan. Jeez, how long is this interview? <laughs> no, 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 we're, done, we're done. We're done. But I did go to your Buchanan house one time, and they had, I, I don't know if I shared the story out here before. They have those like Mio pouches, Mia pouches. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's like you like <laughs> squirt sugar yes. into your water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Brooke, one of our students, uh-huh. she didn't know how these Mia packets oh. worked, and I didn't know how they worked. And so, my understanding was this is just like, um, I don't know. I, I don't know what I was thinking, but I thought you empty the whole packet out into okay, a drink. Okay, it's not a packet. It's like a small bottle. It's a, it's a small bottle. It's a thought, liquid. I thought you squeeze right. all of that into your oh, water. Yeah, it's like drops. It's, yeah, like it's like three two drops. drops. <laughs> and I asked Brooke, I, and <laughs> I mean, this may have been probably more of the disgusting thing I've ever done in, in youth <laughs> ministry, but like, she was like, I think you just like dumped the whole thing in. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense in my brain. And so I was like, <laughs> Oh, I squirted good. the entire Mia bottle in and I took a sip and I like I almost gagged. It was like so bad. Oh. I was like, I'm never coming back to this life group again. And you haven't been yeah. back. Perfect. Sad. Yeah. Well, hey, Jeremiah, thanks for coming in here, man. You, and I've yeah. appreciated everything you've done and yeah. the fun times we've had on this show. Um, and uh, I hope you find those CDs one day and you yeah. go, good times. Well, we'll we'll, uh, we'll take a road trip and, and just uh, – just play them all. Jeremiah was the guy early on that if we couldn't find a guest, it was like, oh, let's just get Jeremiah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure in those first 25 shows, you're on at least 12 of them. Probably a lot of them, yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> all right, well, thanks, Jeremiah. Yeah, thank uh, we'll you. close out the show uh, here and enjoy some more of my, my favorite songs of all time. Did you ever believe? Were you ever a Well, we're back, closing out the show with Christian Warren for the last time. We brought in Sam as just an outro guy, not an intro guy. <laughs> it won't be, wouldn't be an outro episode without an outro guy. It's true. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, Jane. Don't do it. Can't thank you enough. I really, really love you, and I'm, I'm thankful we're friends. So Thanks, Christian. You, uh, you're a great friend. You're on, Sam. Dave, Sam's on, right? Yeah. Am I? Yeah. Am I working now? (laughs) Some outro guy. Um, But seriously, Jane, you are, uh, you're wonderful. And I, I, I feel like now Layla may take 
some pain in this, but uh, you definitely, I, as a female on staff, I feel like you and I are really good mm-hmm. friends and I'm, I'm grateful for our friendship. Thanks. Don't tell Layla I said that. I won't. Okay. And, but uh, it's going to be sad to lose, I think this time together, but also just, uh, I think mourning a little bit of a loss of a, a friendship in the sense of we see each other every day. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, I agree. I think um, it's been fun doing this show with you. It's going to be hard to, Find a replacement, but um, Sam will always be here, though. Sam will That's always be a guy. constant. Yeah, more or less. So we're excited for you and Lacey to be close to family, and it's hard. It was hard losing Lacey last night too. Yeah, for Man, worship. I've so. gotten like three people text me saying Christian and Lacey are leaving. So um, we wish you all the best, Christian. And Thank anytime you. you're in town, I'll hit you guys up. If my phone doesn't ring. I'm going to have some issues. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> the only reason why I'd be in town is Sam's going to be renting my house. So That's right. I will, uh, I'll hit, I'll hit Sam up and go, let me fix uh, everything you need fixed. And wow, uh, you're going to have Christian as your landlord. No, huh? I, I won't necessarily, I'll sort, I'll be your, I'll be the owner and that's all I'll be right. Yeah. I mean, hopefully when we see it, it'll be his friends. Sure. Totally. Dude, I know I've only been here for the last 10 months, but you're one of a kind guy. As are you, yeah. Sam. <laughs> I could I could very much say the same about you. It's fun talking pop music and stuff with you, and um, wish I could have had more time to get to know you this close with proximity. And anyways, but um, excited for what God has for you. Camp Thank directors you, are some of my favorite people. So Jane and I have a heart for camp people too. So I'm excited that yeah. I'm, I'm going to be back in a ministry that I love. So very excited. Who knew you could cool. camp direct with the ocean so close? Well, yeah, that is a little crazy. It's probably still about 15, 20 minutes from where I li- will okay. be living, but still pretty close. You They're- know what? My mom, I told her yesterday that you're leaving, and yeah. my mom said that she's been to Mission Springs for women's conferences before. Oh, really? She yeah. says it's beautiful. They do do. Um, they do do, huh? They do do. Uh, they yeah. do have women's conferences all the time. That's cool. Uh, and they also have this really cool thing that I think, I think Hume like does a dads and sons retreat, don't they? Father or son, yeah. Father son. So yeah, Mission Springs does like a father son retreat, and I'm the one who like gets to program that and put it oh, on. I'm like, cool. that's really cool. Hume also does that. a father daughter retreat that my dad and I did together. Oh, you did. You should do a father daughter retreat. I, I, either they do a mother son retreat, oh. or or they do a father daughter retreat. They do one of the two. Okay. Um, where I th- I saw that on their thing, and I thought, oh, that's strange. Do they do a mother daughter like, retreat? Yeah, they do. Like I think okay. they don't do all four, but they do like. Two, yeah, uh, or three out of the four, and so I'm excited for that. Uh, it's really funny since I've been telling people like, oh, I, oh, I'm working at Mission Springs. I've had multiple people say, I went there as a kid, or That's man, cool. great memories there as a kid. Like Stacy cool. King, who's our HR person, yeah. said she went there in junior high and high school. That's awesome. Kelly Moore went there from oh, elementary cool. school to junior high, and it's like, man, God's God's obviously brought some great people out of yeah. um, Mission Springs. So, and there will be more because of your impact. Well, maybe. Maybe I'll start a podcast out there. A new generation of awesome people. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. Well. I'll do it. You do my role. Oh, you want to flop roll? Okay. Yeah. Wait. I got, okay. I got it here. Go for you it. You got it? Yeah. This is a spout. And I'm out. Oh. Cross an ocean just to hold